Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to One and One with me, Carl O'Sullivan, the podcast where I talk to friends, colleagues, and familiar faces all about ones. From one moment that changed your life, to one musical you love, and one quote you live by. There'll be laughter, tears, and you guessed it, a whole lot of ones. Joining me for this episode is Breed Brown, co-host of the podcast Bandwagons. We talked about her love for reality television, landing on her feet after being made redundant, and why Donegal is heaven on earth. This is One on One. Breed Brown, you're very welcome to One on One. Thanks so much for having me. I've been really excited for this. And um, well, I've been excited too because I'm a big fan of the podcast. If for those of you who don't know, um, Breed is co-host of the Bandwagons podcast with Fanula J, and I suppose you can describe it as a bandwagon. You talk about what's current, what's trending, and just have a have a laugh, really, don't you? Yeah. So we kind of pick a topic and do an hour long synopsis on why people are talking about it. So that like that's all the information you'll need if you kind of just want to be able to hold a conversation about it. Yeah, um, no, yeah. I I use it for like work and everything. I just you'd see me walking the roads of Port Leash, laughing my head off, and I'm just like, oh my god, I look so strange. But it's I blame you. <laughs> yeah, people always say that they're like, oh, you have me looking like a freak on my walk. I'm like, I don't, I'm not, I'm not to blame for what you find funny. <laughs> yeah, but that's what it is. I just like, and you feel like I say you get that a lot that. You people feel like your friend. They feel like they're listening to their friends talking. Yeah, we get that the most. People send emails um, being like, oh, I live abroad and it makes me feel like I'm just listening to the gals at home, which is exactly what it is. Like, these are the conversations me and Fanula had anyway and, and still have when we're not recording. It's exactly what we're like. Um, so then we just record it and put it out. Yeah, no, it's brilliant. Um, well, the format of one on one, it's eight questions all about ones, and I have a few quick fires to throw at you at the end that you don't know about. Well, you, you know now, but um, hopefully they won't shock you too much, and then you'll have the chance to ask me one question. So we'll get into it, Breed. Breed Brown, what's one funny memory from childhood or school? First of all, I love how you say one the same way as me because I always get slagged for that. We say like W A N. I worked in News Talk last year for nine months and I had to be, I had the number one had to be wrote on my hand when I was reading bulletins because I said like one and the yeah. head of news was like, no, you can't say that. And I was like, yeah, I remember we were driving around Dublin with Fanula and Shane one day and we were like, I was like, is this where Once was filmed? And they were like, what's Once? And I was like, you know, the movie, the Glenn Hansard movie Once. And they thought I was saying W-A-N-T-S. And I was like, no, no. Yeah, no. Um, Laura Donnelly, um, she's the newsreader for 98 FM and she is a great friend of mine, but she slags me so much. Like she's like, you're one. And I'm just like, I can't change it. It's just ingrained yeah, no, in me Hold now. on to it. Hold on to it. I refuse to lose my accent. Um, yeah, well, like the podcast is very fitting one on one. Like <laughs> you have to change how it's written. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, so what funny memory from school or childhood? Okay, I was asking, I was I was at home for Christmas when you sent me these questions and I was like, mom, what's like a funny memory from my childhood? And she could not think of one, which was really upsetting. Um, but that aside, this is the thing that always pops into my head when I'm thinking about growing up. And we, I come from a big family. I have two brothers and two sisters and four of us were born, like she had four under nine years of age. And then it was like another nine years before Quiva came along, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, call it all. Uh, so, yeah. So uh, we used to go on holidays to Donegal every summer. We have a holiday home up there, but it's like the very, very edge of the world. And we only had like three or four channels on the telly. The telly signal was crap. There was no phones. Like you used to have to go in and use the pay phone to ring my granny. Um, <laughs> there was like no one around because it's a real remote like Gwail talked and I love it up there. So my mom used to have to keep like all four of us entertained in this tiny little chalet while my dad was always like off fishing or like walking or swimming or like doing his bits. Um, And I found like home videos of us and the stuff she used to make us do was actually... It's gas now looking back, but it was absolutely tapped. Like, it's it's absolutely tapped. She used to, like, do dares with us. And I was probably, like, seven. And she was like, I will give two euro to the first person to run around the house in their knickers. And, like, we'd be all, like, vroom, <laughs> like, anything for this extra two euro to buy sweets. Um, and, like, there's no one around and it could be lashing rains and no one was going to see us. And she just found it funny. And we used to do like uh, karaoke competitions or like lip sync competitions where one of us would sing and the other would lip sync and mom would video to see what it looked like, if it looked like we were really singing or not. Um, yeah, she was cracked. My mom is cracked. She's like a 14 year old girl mentally. Um, but yeah, it's such laughs. And she used to come in as well. We were, we'd all share a bedroom. Um, and I told someone this recently and they said it was bizarre. But when we would be going to bed, we'd be chatting and chatting and laughing and giggling and skating. And you'd hear mom coming and you'd pretend you're asleep. I think everyone probably used to do that. Um, yeah, and she'd walk oh, yeah. to the door and she'd like just open the door and shout. She used to like just creep in, pop her head in the door and shout, big fat ditties. And then if you were really asleep, like you wouldn't laugh, but we never were. We'd be pissing our pants, laughing in the bed. And she'd be like, oh, just sleep. Yeah, my oh mom's cracked. Your mom, oh, she sounds like a hoot. And she sounds like the first ever RuPaul with the lip sync battles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fully fully and it was always wrestling it was always uh it was uh coast to coast that album it was always that was oh my so God, good. brilliant <laughs> she's like shantae you stay yeah. <laughs> um and there's yeah i suppose you say you have four siblings well uh, for some reason i have three written down creva hilda and michal i miss the one yeah yeah kenneth is older than me he lives in chicago so he doesn't feature on my instagram very much um oh. Well, I just know about Michal from the radio episode with Emma Nolan that he's always winning competitions. Luckiest sucker I've ever met in my life. Like, if he puts his mind, he's like, he hates when I talk about uh, manifesting. He hates when I talk about him at all. But like, when I <laughs> when I mention like manifesting and like bringing things into fruition through your mind, he's like, that's all bullshit. But like, he is the embodiment of it because whatever competition he enters, he wins because he believes that he will. So. Yeah, well, I'm a bit like that. When I was in, I'm, it was sixth year and it was the morning of my French oral and I radio do like grab a grand every morning and I had one like in my head for the week leading up to it. And I was like, oh, I might as well ring in and just be like, I have my French oral and like, can I come on and answer 10 questions and get a grand? And they were like, 
they rang me straight away. They were like, yeah, let's speak in French on the radio. Yeah, you should have done, yeah. If you can answer it in French, you can have two grand. <laughs> they spoke to me in French when I came on first. They were like, oh, and I actually just couldn't understand them. It was hilarious. But I got the 10 questions right and I won the grand. <laughs> so it was hilarious. Yeah, um, shots on you. Oh, literally, I saved it till after <laughs> leaving sir and brought loads of tequila to like the parties. So it was great. Wow. <laughs> Um, which yeah, sounds like great crack growing up in the Brown House in Gory and in Donegal. Um, yeah. We, we spoke about you being part of the famous podcast Bandwagons. Breed, what's one bandwagon you'll always be on? There are so many, but I think my big one is probably reality television. I was only thinking about this the other day like I've been watching Teen Mom for 11 years straight. <laughs> like it's it's been going that long since like, and they're the same age as me. So it started off with them being like 16 and pregnant. And I was like 16 and not pregnant and <laughs> like living vicariously through them. And then now they're like 26 or 27 year olds with like four kids living in like Nebraska driving pickup trucks. And I'm, I'm here for it. I love it. Um, but like, I've been no, I... obsessed with reality TV since I was way too young to be watching any of it. <laughs> yeah, just like watching with Hilda and like pure glued to it. Yeah, watching Big Brother when, like, you shouldn't have been watching Big Brother, like, way too young. And uh, I don't know if it even counts, but, like, we're obsessed with the chase now. Like, I cannot get enough of the chase or a place in the sun. That's all I watched over Christmas because uh, I don't have Sky in my, like, rented house. So I watch everything on Netflix. But at home, I'm like, give me the live television all day long. <laughs> yeah, well, actually, we're glued to the chase here every day as well in isolation. We're just like, oh, my God, give me more. We're like quizzing each other. Um, but even yeah. you mentioned Big Brother. Um, like, I'd be watching Jordy Shore when I was like 10, 11, and I just shouldn't have been like you were like, yeah, just way too young yeah, to like, be watching anything. Like- the same with Jersey Shore. I remember and watching it and like being ready. I remember it was always on like a Tuesday night at 10 o'clock and I'd be waiting for like my dad to walk past the door in case he looked in and I'd have to flick it just or just it was so dodgy so ropey but I loved it especially I was a big Jersey Shore head I had I don't know if you watched it but Snooky always had this teddy that was like a massive like life-size crocodile and Santi brought me one when I was like probably 14 for Christmas um because I just loved crocodilly and I still have them at home oh my god <laughs> such a loser you got to see him at Christmas then spend some time with him yeah yeah <laughs> Um, no but like even I, I what's it called I listened to, and you're always you do like reality telly but you've you know but even X Factor is one that I just am always like I will always be on that bandwagon as well yeah I remember having to be home from X Factor like planning my weekend my Saturday nights around X Factor which was just sad to think about <laughs> and like if, like if something came up on the night of a finale you'd be like I can't do it like I've I can't <laughs> I've got fans with Sharon Osborne and Louis. Yeah, and Talisa, like. <laughs> no, the female boss, please. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad it's gone. Like, I needed it to be cut from my life. Oh, well, no, I stopped watching, like, way after that. Oh, Jesus. Little Mix, maybe. Maybe I watched a few years after that. But, um, no, there's just so much iconic moments. Um, you said you were home at Christmas. Did you have a good, like, a nice, chill, relaxed time? Yeah. Yeah, uh, as children relaxed as you can be going back to your family home after fully not being there for probably like six months. Um, yeah. And there's like four full grown adults 
there now as well as my parents and then an 11 year old so it's a full on but like it's grand we all have our own space but we do kill each other but they're good crack we got like the chase game of Santi um and we got Santi Santi still comes obviously which is great um and he brought us the chase card game and we were playing that and my sister was like pissed on Christmas day pretending she was Bradley Walsh and I saw oh she's just like she's gas if she ever heard me saying that about her She'd never let me forget it, but she is gas when she wants to be, but also we kill each other. Um, can I ask a question? Did you fall asleep on Christmas Day? I did. Did I fall asleep this year? No, but I know because they woke me up at half six or half five. Like we get up notoriously early for like adults. We are adults. Like my younger, my younger sister's 20 and then there's the nine year gap. So like we are full grown adults, but we got up at like half four last year and dad went mad because we were all sleeping for the whole day. And then this year we were well warned, like no one's allowed up before seven. And I think we got up at like quarter past six, half six. And I got up, had a quick look at everything and then went back to bed for like two hours because I knew I'd be shot and I'd just be wrecked. I'm I'm a big sleeper as it is. Yeah, well, we're Santi's gone out of our house a long time. She's, what is it now? I'm 22, so 10, 12 years. Okay, yeah, a long time. <laughs> He yeah. still comes. Santi, yeah, he's a good man, Santi. He brought my <laughs> yeah. sister a kayak this year. It's just like a my, big, like full on kayak in the middle of our sitting room, and it's still there. It's too big. <laughs> Quiva's new seat in the sitting room. It's really like she's just there, like telling her. Just sitting there watching the chase, pretending she's like. Bradley Walsh, yeah, <laughs> would play Bradley Walsh, and Quiva <laughs> Quiva's the chaser. That's literally yeah. what it's like. Oh my God, Jesus. Everyone's like wanting to go to the brown house now for Christmas. It sounds like a <laughs> um, We'll keep going, Breed. Um, what's one takeaway for the rest of your life? Um, This one, if you'd asked me this last year, I would have said spice bags because I was like a fiend for spice bags up until like maybe six months ago. And now I'm like bit on a big curry buzz. <laughs> So either I'm going to say either a chicken mash man or a chicken tikka um, and maybe like gyozas on the side. Can I do that? Yeah, and then maybe. like an ice cold can of Fanta and maybe like Domino's cookies for dessert. Oh my God, you went all out. I was like, or uh, like a classic McDonald's. Yeah, you can't be. Oh, well, a McDonald's when you're hungover. Actually, the last day I was recording in... um. Clavish Studios, I recorded with Nell Neskel and I was talking about McDonald's and then we took a break and Shane went out and got himself a McDonald's because I was talking about it. He loved it that much. Yeah, <laughs> but it, it is when you when people start talking about it, you're like, oh my God, I need it. Yeah. 20 um, McNugs. Oh, I, I was talking about this um, with my friend the other day. I was really, really, I lived in Budapest at the start of COVID. I was there in Erasmus. And oh, yeah. I got really, really drunk one night in our house and I got 20 nuggets and I just puked them all back up the same night. Aww. But going to college the next day, I had to get 20 nuggets because I was like, oh, I didn't get them last night because I had to yeah, get yeah. them again. You're back on that horse. <laughs> yeah, just like refill. Um, you say chicken. Massaman is up there for me as well. I'm a big fan yeah. lately. Like in our house, it's like, every, it's like, oh, ring the delivery. It's like five chicken massaman, please. <laughs> yeah, you can't beat it. There's a mm. takeaway in Gory and it's like, it's all like no MSGs, no like 
gluten or something. I don't know. It's like it's supposed to be like a healthier takeaway, and they do the best mass man, and it got me right on that buzz. And that was what I missed most about home during lockdown. <laughs> Corey's mass man curry. They're very famous. Yeah, really. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I actually know, but we have Lana here in Port Leach and that does a great one um, as well. But I am a bit, I haven't had tried a gyoza actually, so I must um, must get Fnula on that. got then. me on then. Fnula is obsessed with gyozas and she's like always talking about Janet's in each yard. So I must give a plug to Janet's because I've never tried them, but Fnula and Janet are like thick as thieves, like they're obsessed with each other. Oh, really? Yeah, um, we sell them in Iceland supermarket where I work part time, so I, I can try oh, them there. I didn't know that. Yeah, well, oh, it's a great shop if you haven't been. I think Gory, Gory I've never one. been in. Gory just got one like in the last couple of years, but I haven't been in it. Uh, I think I, I was meant to work in it one day, but I, it didn't happen. But um, I think they have a good selection, so get on that actually there's, probably, there's like there's 10 in dublin or something so you've probably one closest to you now <laughs> yeah probably i must go looking <laughs> searching for the gyozas bring fanula and do like just vlog the yeah, whole thing. <laughs> bring janet as well she can come <laughs> janet wouldn't like that <laughs> oh no she'd be like fuck them they're taking my business <laughs> yeah um, yeah i know a takeaway and actually you mentioned mcdonald's mcdonald's coke will never be beaten supermax changed to pepsi recently and i will never forgive them for it yeah that's a bizarre change i'm not a big coke drinker i'm like i never actually really drank fizzy drinks until i was probably like 24 we were just never giving them growing up <laughs> oh no neither neither yeah. were we 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 like it's completely yeah like, we were it was a treat like yeah, well, it wasn't like we just didn't even want them then because we never had them. And even at birthday parties and stuff, I remember like just not not being arsed with the fizzy drinks. <laughs> I was like, give me a Capri Sun, <laughs> like, get that cadet away from me. Um, and then, yeah, we, yeah, cadets were like uh, too fizzy. They could have <laughs> taken your eye out. They're class. I love them. <laughs> what a throwback. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if they still have them. Oh yeah, I'd love one. Oh my god, you just get the GA matches. You'd be down the back, yeah. <laughs> and all your friends. All your friends would be like down the back of the fucking stand, shifting young ones. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be because gay. But, <laughs> um, yeah, no cadets. I must look into that because um, they are. I, we can bring back cadets on one on one. <laughs> Um, yeah, I yeah. like that answer. I, you're making me create a mass man now for my last night in isolation. I'm like, oh my god, definitely going to ring Lana tonight and be like, yeah, I'm going to manifest it that my mom says we're not having um, dinner. We're going to get a takeaway. Do it and get some guy out and treat yourself. You've earned it. Oh yeah, why not? Yeah, I literally have 40 days. Um, Breed. We might ch- well. I don't know if it will change the tone. It changes the tone sometimes. But um, what's one moment that changed your life? Yeah, this one I I've found it hard to pinpoint one moment because I I've been very lucky that nothing like massively traumatic has happened to me in my life. Um, thank God, touch wood. So I would. I'm going to say I used to work in a TV production company. Um, and I loved it, but I got made redundant probably just over a year ago it was like Christmas last year um and it was fine like I loved the job but I was like I already had like my one eye on the door for probably like the last six months of it 
Uh, which is probably why they sacked me. Um, but it, like, it kickstarted a chain of events that have like brought me to where I am now. And I'm obsessed with how my life is at the minute. So uh, I'm going to say that because it, I lost the job and I remember coming home. I was living in a different house and I remember coming home and like I was cooking my dinner and my housemates were like, how was work? And I was like, yeah, I got sacked. And then they were like, okay. And they were like, I was, I was whistling while making my dinner and they were like, are you sure you're all right? <laughs> and I was like, yes, it's great. I don't, I don't have to work. Like, um, but I didn't realize that I would have to leave that house because it was too expensive for me to rent and then ended up finding this house, um, which was so much cheaper with much, much nicer housemates. Um, and then it's like gave me the space and the time to like put into bandwagons and I've been just doing that for the last year and I've absolutely loved it like um, so yeah yeah it, it really like um, I suppose it was like almost everything happens for a reason because like this past year for bandwagons has been unbelievable like playing the sugar club and selling out like Liberty Hall next year like you couldn't have asked for better really yeah, totally. And it's, it's, uh, Fanula still works full time. So I think if we were both working full time, we wouldn't have the time to be like thinking about merch or thinking about, um, shows. And we like, we do get a lot of help with that stuff as well. But, uh, I think you just need headspace to, to look, to stand back and look at what you want to do and where you wanted to go that I probably wouldn't have had if I was focusing on a nine to five. Um, so yeah, definitely that. And again, me, I did some freelance TV work this year as well. Like I got to work on first dates, which had been on my like, Teddy bucket list so cool. um since I started working in television yeah so like and I couldn't have done stuff like that in a full-time tv job um so yeah it gave me the space to do what I wanted to do and not do other stuff which is amazing yeah so like it was at the time I suppose it was like a negative okay shit I've lost my job but like the things that have come from it have actually changed your life because like you're going into a whole new year with like is Cypress Avenue sold out it's nearly well it's I actually don't know. Yeah, I'd, I'd imagine it will because uh, it's Fanula's homeland. So and yeah, people love her. But like <laughs> selling, selling out Liberty, people love you too. Don't put yourself. <laughs> um, we need to do Gory Rugby Club. That's the only place I know in Gory because I used to play matches there. But <laughs> sell out Gory yeah. Rugby Club <laughs> wouldn't be hard. But yeah, let's do it. <laughs> I'll like help signpost. Yeah, you can promo that one. <laughs> Um, but it sounds like like you just like even in a pandemic like okay you were given like the world's worst thing to happen to everyone I suppose but you like did what you could with it and people have fallen in love with the podcast like even people are picking it up now and like going back to the start and listening like some of my friends were like oh my god I'm back in like 2019 listening and I'm like okay <laughs> do you do you but like it's so yeah that- that makes me panic because I'm like, what the hell did we say at the start that I would not say now? Like we've got, we've kind of got a bit more clued in as to what you should and shouldn't say or like even like, I don't know. Yeah, we're like there's, I was listening back to like one of our Christmas episodes and I said this to Shane and Fanula before Christmas this year. Like we, you can tell me and Fanula are fully having a fight in one of them. <laughs> like we're dead. <laughs> but like the show must go on and like, I don't know if it's just me that can hear that. So I get nervous. But yeah, uh, definitely lockdown brought like a whole new wave of listeners and it, a whole new wave of patrons, which like meant people wanted more and more content and more to listen to, which was insane. Um, so yeah, it's been a blessing and I I loved lockdown. 
it's been a cur- obviously it's a massive shit show for a lot of people and um like a lot of people struggle with it but it just really suits me me too i'm kind of like vibing like i'm living at home i'm i'm in my final year in ul but i'm still i'm living at home and i'm like i'm kind of just happy enough warm house like nothing yeah. running like every night out not of the week not having to be anywhere yeah, yeah i got a hammock for the garden like class <laughs> that's like my summer out there yeah why not i want to call i think it's just i well it suits me and i know it doesn't suit some people but i'm happy enough kind of um living at home at the moment like not i know college is great and i should be like yearning for my final year but i'm like happy enough just to be at home like still yeah. working and just vibes um yeah you mentioned Donegal earlier and um, that you used to go up there for holidays. So you could, I don't know if you're going to answer that, but what's one favourite holiday destination of yours? It's, it is. It's definitely Donegal. It's Donegal for me. Or I have Galway as well, but because I used to spend all my summers in the Gweltacht. So like either of them I'd be happy with. I've uh, I made like plans to go to Donegal probably three times this year that obviously couldn't happen. Um. Uh, so it's been probably a year and a half since I was up there and I just love it like it's a home away from home and everyone there knows us like my granddad built the house when my dad was a baby so they've like the brown name is fairly well known up there and if you go into a pub it's such a remote area that no one no one goes on holidays to um so when you go into a pub up there like the locals look at you and they're like okay who are you and why are you here and you're like oh I'm a brown and they're like okay grand like take pull up a chair like they're so nice and so welcoming um and I just I miss it a lot and it's uh yeah it's really relaxing um everyone keeps asking me about like where what's first like they're like no like a real holiday like where are you gonna go abroad I'm like that going abroad makes me nervous like I'm not mad for big like going away or like I'd never go travel the world or like interrate or anything I think I'm just too much of a nervous Nelly um I had flights to Chicago for the 11th of Feb which I'm hoping I'm gonna get my money back for oh, <laughs> which in fairness I, I, I booked that mid-pandemic in like a bit of a breakdown so um <laughs> I kind of knew it wouldn't happen <laughs> that's me like just like completely like just going off the rails being like Chicago yeah. I fully fell for one of those um, flight like seat sales um, and got them for mad cheap. But like we knew we'd never be able to go. My brother is living there with his um, wife at the minute. So I wanted to go see him. But like it'll happen. Yeah, eventually, hopefully. Um, yeah. I I do. I've never been to Donegal. So um, it's on the list. Um, and yeah. hopefully I'll get there sometime soon. But Lanzarote is my first Port of call. I'm people are like, why Lanzarote? And I'm like, I just love it there. It's like my favorite. Yeah, place the sun. In fairness, I'm obsessed with the sun, so like, I would love a bit of that as well. If you could put the sun over Donegal, I think I'd move there. Otherwise, <laughs> Santorini. Oh, <laughs> next up, Iceland. Like it's like first. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Um, but even you mentioned like, okay, you spent a lot of time with the Greylocks. You are a Greylocker, and is that something that? brought you back kind of to Galway and Donegal all the time yeah like I never really spoke Irish in Donegal but I spent nearly every summer from like the ages of 14 to 21 in the Gwale Talked in Connemara um, at Lisher Mullen, Lisher Mallon, Camus all around there with Sploder and I worked I was as a student for a lot of years and then worked up until I was 21 and I absolutely loved it like it was just it was the 
it, I don't know, it was like the girls' holiday when you were like 15 mm-hmm. that you just longed for. And the Irish, I obviously you hate it when you go first because you have no Irish, but that goes after like two days. Literally. You know that, like it's, it's, I, I, was that, in, I, I was in Lurgan for one year, but like, okay, Lurgan's a completely different course to like some, but still, you, once you, when you're there, you just pick it up almost. Totally. Like you were, my brain, you start, they told me you'd start dreaming in Irish, but you really do. And like your thoughts flick over to Irish. And then after that, like once you get over the hurdle of the language, it's just like a, a big summer camp with like a load of lads and girls your age. And there's like discos and shifting and like fancying and what what are you going to wear every day? And like it's a girl's sleepover every night when you go home. It's just the yeah. best crack ever. And I miss it so much. I can't believe I'm too old to go back. And I can't even be a teacher because I never got a bloody teaching degree. So, um, oh. yeah, I miss we- it so much. Yeah, like even you say it's like a girl's sleep of like spending every night and you're like up, you're like, oh my God, we have to be up at like eight in the morning, but it could be two in the morning and you're still talking like the four of you in the room. We used to play, do you know that game where you stick a sticky note on your head? <laughs> yeah, and, headbands. No, maybe it wasn't that actually. It was like, if I say Cameron Diaz, you have to say the next name beginning with D. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And one night one of the lads we were like finishing tea in the next or D and someone was like Desmond Tutu and we all just didn't know who he was and it was the funniest <laughs> thing ever for us 15 year olds that this boy had just said Desmond Tutu but like <laughs> it's the little things isn't it um, yeah, but, yeah. We, when I worked there we used to get like big nights out they'd get a minibus for if you were over 18 and you were a staff you could leave the house like um yeah. and go to the pub like once a week with all the other kids like Kuntori or whatever and they they were the wildest. They've I think they've kind of put a put a stop to them now. But, but when they started, they were the wildest nights out I've ever had. Like in a pub in the middle of Connemara, there's no like music. They just hand you an ox, and they have one of those big like massive speakers on a pool table, and you're like up on pool tables drinking. Like if you ask for a shot, they give you like a full glass of like or whatever. Um, yeah, oh, madness. Oh, God be with the days we can go back to that. My granddad's actually from um, the the Gwaelsox in Kerry. So oh, that's the, li- the little bit of Irish we have in our life. He tries to speak to me sometimes and I'm like, yeah, I can speak it, but I just can't function. His Kerry accent, I'm just like, no. Kerry Irish is next level as well. <laughs> yeah, and when he gets on the phone to his like his relations and speak, I'm just like, no, I can't even understand that. It's an, that's far. <laughs> um Breed, I have mentioned already that I'm a big fan of the podcast, but I heard on one episode that your favourite shower song is um, The Wizard and I by Ariana Grande. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. What, oh, well, I from you saying it, I was like, I have to listen to this. And now I'm like, it's in my liked songs on Spotify. Um, but from that, what's one musical you love? Um. This is like picking a favorite child because I am such a musical head. I've I've picked Dear Evan Hansen purely for the fact that every single song I love, like I think every song in that show is so beautiful and there's like not a single song that I want to skip. Whereas like with most shows, I have maybe two big, like big songs that I love and then the rest I could take or leave or like there's always like at least two that you'd skip. Um. But yeah, dear Evan Hansen, the, I just love it. It's it's such a nicely written show, and it's a, has a really important message. It's too sad though. I actually can't actually watch it because I I it sends me to an emotionally yeah. deep, dark place. 
<laughs> and Ben Platt is brilliant as well. Like he's ben just... Platt is he's the love of my life. Like he is just such the voice of an angel. Like he's so good. Have you heard his cover of River? Yes, um, from 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 the, the politician, politician. So yeah lo- loved it and he had another one from the last season um, of the politician um from Pippin. yeah yes Cor- corner of the sky yeah unreal like i just think yeah. he's like peak like male like broadway like oh it's unreal yeah he's class um that's another of my share songs corner of the sky and there was one from waitress she used to be mine that's another it's like those three I will never get sick of and I can't even sing that well but like God love my housemates I will hit those notes as hard as I can God love my dad this morning I was like down the shower and I had one day more playing because tomorrow we're leaving isolation and I was like one day more <laughs> and you have to sing every part in that like you have to oh, do yeah. both I am... and Marius like. oh yeah literally and I'm the Ternadius as well because I love them um, yeah which, yeah uh, I absolutely. I'm a big musical head as well, and like they're cuts. Like my friends, when I'm get, they won't allow me have the ox because they're like, no, it'll just be like unless I'm with my good friend Lauren, we will flash out like full hairspray soundtrack as well together. So, what's um, your favorite you find show? That, oh, I love Les Mis. I do, and hairspray. I love them both. Yeah. I have a soft. I have two. I have a very big soft spot for the two of them because it was kind of like I was like first shown them. If you get me. Yeah. I love Legally Blonde actually as well. I love all the songs in that. Legally Blonde is like, I would say, the best adaptation of any movie to a musical. It's incredible. The songs are so good in that. Oh, we did a show, um, geez, it must be, in, it was in TY, and we did Oh My God, You Guys. And it was yeah. just peak. Like, I was like, there was like a row of um, like girls in the show, and then just me at the end with the <laughs> with the team. I was like, <laughs> part of the girl squad yeah of course um, um, I went to see in the board gosh with Lucy Jones and it was it was class oh unreal I what's what did I see last year I saw Mamma Mia actually Mamma Mia yeah. I saw Mamma Mia last year and my twin I have a twin his girlfriend gave it to me for my 21st so we went to see it together and unbelievable show like the music the dancing everything I'd be big into dancing and but there was just one man in front of us and his wife was like full on just watching the show, but he had his arm around her and he was looking directly at her singing every song, regardless. He sang every song to her and she just didn't, she she didn't give a fuck. She was like, I'm watching the show. But he was like, can you Um, hear the drums, Fernando? I don't know if that's love or hate. Like, I don't know if he was trying to ruin it for her or if he was trying to like enjoy the moment. I think he was so I was at that as well. Oh, it's such a great show. I yeah. was where I work, Iceland. We had like a big visit, like maybe two weeks, like a couple of weeks ago before Christmas. And when we have a big freezer in the back, I was in the freezer and I had my headphones in and I was just singing. And like the CEO of Iceland arrived and I didn't know because I had headphones in and he had walked in. But oh, no. they, were, they were just looking at me and I was like, there was something in the air that night. <laughs> He was just like they were like give that man a raise, <laughs> and he's from England, so he's like Cahill, like, hello, um, yeah, class times. I love musicals, and I have I have Mamma Mia, I have Dirty Dancing, Dirty Dancing is another great show, and yeah. I have the Great Showman all on record. So my record collection is getting bigger by the day. 
You should um, get um, Carol King. Her musical, her album is fast, oh, but the musical is very good as well. What's that song? Oh, I can't. I she hear does the Gilmore Girls theme tune. Under my feet. Isn't that Oh, her? yeah. Yeah, I feel the earth yeah. move. Yeah, that's her. Yeah. Great um, song. That musical is fast. Um, yeah, I, I, lo- I love finding someone who has the same love for musicals as me. <laughs> I, know. Um, I brought my sister to London when she was 18, for her 18th. And like forced her to get into musicals with me, so I brought her to see Hamilton and Heather's, and fi- like she, she finally saw what I saw in them. Then yeah, it was class. I love Hamilton as well. Um, but yeah, my my twin went to London with his girlfriend, and he like got to see a show before me, and I'm just kind of will always hold that against him. Which one was <laughs> he, it? Uh, he saw Wicked. So oh, I'm nice. Very, very jealous. Um, we, we've t- spoke about drink and all that, so um, we'll talk about what's one thing you do before every night out? I wrote, I've written down my notes, full body shave, question mark, but I don't think that's the <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking <laughs> No, and then I just wrote down sing, because it does tie into my shower songs. Like I, I will take hours getting ready and I'll just have to be belting out the tunes and singing like no, I can't even sing like I've said that before but uh I love it like it nothing gets me going better than a big like and a big anthem. full body shave and a big full body shave you never you never feel better than when you're full fully shaven all head yeah. to <laughs> my head <laughs> and tanned like yeah see I don't get it I have a close-knit girl group and like I just like I used to even in college I lived with four girls and they'd start getting ready maybe around five and I'd like spend 20 minutes. I'd move bedroom. So I go 20 minutes one and then keep going and I'd be passing like clothes. They'd be like, will you? they'd be like, will you get me that dress in that other room? And I'd be like, yeah. And they'd just all be like getting ready. Like, and I'd have to like get ready half an hour before I left. Yeah. <laughs> That's luxury tough. for us. Yeah. Um, but singing, I suppose they tie it together, the full body shave and singing. I often bring a can to the shower. If I'm feeling it, that's a very that's a very laddie thing to do. The shower can, like I've never heard of that, but that's because I don't think a wine glass would really like sit well in a shower. <laughs> no, <laughs> it might fall over when you're doing the shimmering. But yeah, hands yeah. sits nicely beside the shampoo, um, uh, or even when you're late going out, I'll always bring a can to the shower if I'm rushing. Like if I'm out of work and I'm going, I'll be like can in the shower, down it. Yeah, I think I genuinely have only heard, I remember all the lads in college used to do that and none of the girls, the girls were like, but that's because girls have all that time in the world where they're sitting like with their Prosecco and wine glasses curling their hair for hours, whereas lads are like, yeah. get me in that shower, get me the can in the hand. Yeah, I often drink like walking around while they're drinking, like anyone yeah. need anything? But, uh, I need one of you, like we, we, need a, we need one of those in our house here, just going between us. Topping oh, up well, the glasses. Yeah, just like any. Well, actually, you know, I'm terrible for like topping up people's glasses without them asking. And I'm like, I, should, I need to stop the habit. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, I only started like drinking wine recently and I'm like, it's actually, I enjoy it now. <laughs> I'm like, age yeah. wise, tastes like vinegar. But I think the older you get, the more you like it. Yeah. And when you find a wine you like, you should just stick to it. Like, I've only like that is something you'll only learn the the more you drink it. It's like once you find one you like, then you'll kind of realize what you don't like, and you'll yeah. enjoy it more. We got we went me and my boyfriend went for like a and my brother and his girlfriend we went for our twenty our 
22nd birthday, we went to like a local hotel and they like were like, oh, we'll give you wine on arrival. And it was red. And I was like, I hate red wine, but like, I'm going to open it anyway because I want to taste it. And yeah. It tastes like, sh- like shit, but here we are. Yeah. <laughs> wine, red wine is definitely an acquired taste. Like it was one of the few things I would not go near up until maybe like three or four months ago. And then I got on the Dada buzz with everyone else. And oh, now yeah. I really love I love a Dada. <laughs> That could be taken up two ways. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love it, Daddy. <laughs> um, yeah, no, singing is very much part of my night out as well, and dancing. I long for um, the day I can be in the mixer. Is our local nightclub and <laughs> on the dance floor? Um, do a leap on. Oh yeah, like even I really wanted to go. Like I haven't got tickets, but I'd have loved to have like tried to get tickets if there was no um, pandemic terror concert. Like I saw her at Lecture Picnic. She's must be three, two years ago, and she's yeah. somebody. I was there as well. Like my, the lad I was with was bawling, crying. Like she was phenomenal. Like it was nearly <laughs> everyone just experienced that. <laughs> oh, like I am. It was like the second or third night as well. We weren't well. <laughs> Yeah, she played inside it. I was like, I'm fully gay, but I was like, oh my God, I was turned for her. She's so yeah. hot. And I um, love her because she can't dance at all. She can't dance for shit, but she goes for it. Like, I actually, I had a <laughs> I had a video of my story the other day, a TikTok. And it was like me trying to put on a football boot and it's like her twisting her hip, trying to get like her <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, and all she does is like lean and then she leans back and she's like... yeah. It's a lot of stepping from place to place, yeah. and I love it when you're that good looking. That's all you need to do. <laughs> Literally, oh, she was unreal at like the picnic, and even I was like listening to. She played twenty eighteen because twenty nineteen, yeah, twenty nineteen, Jess yeah, Glynn, yeah. and I was like, oh my god, like I was like, Jess Glynn cannot live up to do Alipa, but she actually was very good. Um, in fairness to her, yeah, um, she's pop. Yeah, I do like Jess Glynn. Um. Finally, well, not finally, because we'll have a few quick fires, but out of your eight questions, Breed, what's, I have kind of an idea what you're going to say, but what's one <laughs> quote or lesson you live by? You probably saw this on my Instagram. So I only have it's, one tattoo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have a tattoo and it says, P.S. Keep the Faith. Um, and it's not like a religious thing or anything. It's my granddad used to write letters to me. Um, all the time, like he went to all of us. He uh, he was mad into like write. He wrote books. He would just love to write and like um, was big into just yeah putting everything he felt down on paper. And every time like a birthday came around or you did something or you got your leave insert or something, he'd write a card and both sides of the card would be filled with his handwriting, just talking about your life and like how proud he was and like all the great things you'd done. And he always used to write in mind like keep up the music, keep up the grail, guy like. Um, everything Irish that I loved and he was so proud of that and then the year before he died it was like the last letter I got from him was on my 25th 24th birthday and it was a big long like A4 page of his handwriting really nice and the last thing on the end of the page is PS keep the faith and it wasn't something he'd said like he said to me all the time or anything but it was like his parting written words that I have and um it was just like when he died I knew I always wanted a tattoo from him because like we were really close but I took me ages to find something I wanted something in his handwriting and I wanted something that like made sense out of context so it took me a while and then I found that letter a couple of months after he died and I was like that that's it um and I love it like I'm obsessed with it now 
So yeah, I kind of forget I have it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it, it's really, really weird. But um, because of lockdown, obviously, I can't see my granddad. He lives in Tipperary. But we write him kind of every maybe two weeks or something. And he writes letters back. And he's always like writing to each one of us. But I got a letter. for I wrote him an email maybe Monday this week. And he replied. That I got the letter this morning. And I was like, obviously, I knew I had this today. And he signed off with keep the faith and I was like that is just the world working in mysterious ways because I knew yeah, I, I, my, my granddad was a tip man as well that's mad oh well granddad's actually Kerry but he lives in tip but oh yeah um, he I I, do, I was like that's just the world working in mysterious ways the fact that he said keep the faith and I had that in my head when I was like writing that question yeah keep all those letters that's so lovely oh yeah but yeah it's like, it's like not even he like my granddad was a mad like religious man he had like he had his, his prayers and he had like his little bit of faith. And I think that's what he knew when he wrote that. It was like he knew we weren't big into religion or anything, but he was like, you need something to keep you going. Like you always need that little little bit of faith, no matter what it is, just cling to it. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, I'm like I kind of had a freak out when my birthday was coming up last year because I like, always like have probably like biannual breakdowns where I'm like, I can't believe I'm single. I can't believe I'm so old. I can't believe I like don't have a job like a real job <laughs> and then one of, one of the things my housemate said to me um when I was turning 26 was that like she was like every year has every year not gotten better like have things not improved regardless of your age like do things not get better as you get older and I was like no actually that that's so true like despite everything and despite like even like losing my granddad and stuff like every year has gotten better and better and things always work out. They've like I've never been left in the shit. Like it's always worked out for me better than I had it before. So that's kind of what it means to me. It's just kind of when I'm having those freakouts, just be like, listen, it ne- it always works out. And I think it's a lovely kind of message. I know we had a laugh, but even to finish off on Eve going into like staying in this lockdown for how long ever we are going to be in it, just keep the faith. I think it's a nice little message. Um, that wraps up our eight questions, Breed. But I have five quick fires, so. I know it's like um, what's called online and stuff. We, it mightn't be as quick as we'd like, but here we go. Brie Brown, what's one movie that always makes you cry? Oh, always makes me cry. Oh, do, do, do. that's hard. I'm, I'm not, not really for the sad movies. I'm not a crier, you see, so I was like, oh, maybe she is. <laughs> I know I am. I'm a massive wah-wah baby, but <laughs> there's a, when I go for movies, I don't tend to go for ones that make me cry. Um, what made me cry recently? Coco made me sob like a baby. Oh my God, I, um, love, I love Stepmom. Do you know that? Fanula loves Stepmom. I love Julia Roberts, but that's the one movie I actually haven't seen. <gasps> it's uh, unreal. I love Stepmom. Yeah. With yeah, I think Coco. Should we go with Coco? Yeah. I, it's a brilliant film, um, and the music. I guarantee you, it make me cry the next time. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'll be there. To, I, I'll have to be present and watching you to see yeah, the we'll tears. Do a screening. <laughs> um, what's one instrument that everyone should learn to play? <laughs> um, oh, like it's basic, but like I started with the tin whistle, and it's it is a it's a bass instrument for a reason because you can transfer it to everything so once I learned the tin whistle I I could pretty much play the recorder I could pretty much play the saxophone um oh and I can pretty much play yeah I have a, I have a tenor sax from secondary school but uh you can translate it from one to the other and then my sisters play the harp and the piano 
and they are the same like with, with uh, one of them learned the harp first the other learned piano first but it's basically the same thing you can just transfer it so if you find a good bass instrument like pia- piano or or like mm-hmm. a, I can't do strings but if you can learn a string instrument you'll be able to play all the string instruments Stunning. I, well, I can't play anything, but I hope to. That's for the future. Um, what's one thing you love about Ireland? I love the scenery. I'm like obsessed with the sea. And I was I was really scared of the sea for years and like refused to swim in it. But I love going looking at it. And that was when they had the two kilometre radius. I couldn't. I was I was like just too far from Clontarf. Um, and then when they spread it to five, I was down there like a shot and it's my favorite thing to do no matter where in Ireland I am like it's to see the sun like setting on the sea or rising on the sea or just like shining on the sea it's the most beautiful thing and I'm I can I never get over it and I'm uh I'm obsessed with sunsets and seas like, oh, <laughs> oh my god I can't even think of the name I went to Wexford with my friend recently to watch the sunrise oh my god I can't think of the beach Cahor. what's it called was either Cahor or um, what's the other one beginning with C? Oh, there's uh, oh, I don't know now. It's pretty Kirklo, maybe Kirklo, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I watched the sunrise. We drove, we left, I think we left Port Leash at like half five and got there at like kind of quarter to seven, and it was unreal just watching the sunrise. And then we got in oh, for worth a dip. It. so cold, yeah. but very worth it. Um, and I think we realized this year that we are so blessed to have the sea, the beaches and stuff we do in Ireland. I think everyone realized that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what's one song that will always fill the dance floor? Ah, uh, I, I we talked about ABBA. It's either ABBA or um, I'm going to go with Whitney Houston. It's me and Fanula's song. Is like Whitney Houston, some uh, somebody dance, dance with somebody. Is it? Dance with somebody. Yes, that's our song. It always it's been since college, and it will oh, always I, get me up, no matter how shit I am. Uh, like, I think so too. It's like peak. I think that was. Um, Harry and Meghan's first dance. <laughs> no way. Uh, slowed down. But um, then finally, what's one thing you're excited about for 2021? Ooh, I'm so excited for the summer. I just loved last summer in this house and it's such a nice house to have people in and it's great garden and I'm really excited to have like parties and get togethers when we're allowed and like just have everyone in and like we've made it such a home during lockdown that I can't wait to show it off so that's all that's all that's oh, keeping God. me going is like I can't wait till this sitting room is full of people like shouting at each other and getting sick like I just I just want a big rage and yeah our, our, I love when you're outside at a party and the sun is kind of setting and it's kind of that orangey like kind of peachy like sky and there's just like that everyone's just enjoying is. oh literally yeah um that's actually something I've took from bandwagons. Chef, Chef's case, Fanula is all with that. <laughs> <laughs> like, and I, I only realised yesterday they have a Chef's kiss emoji now, which is oh God, it's new, I think. Um, that's brilliant. Well, that wraps it up from my side. But uh, as it is one-on-one and keeping with tradition, Brie Brown, what's one question you have for me? Okay, people always ask us this on bandwagons and it's a great question. So I hope no one's asked it already but who is your one bucket list dream celebrity podcast guest not even celebrity yeah one person you'd like die to interview i think like i i have so many in my head because i have a list row for even like 
okay, season two, like next summer, I have like a list. I'm like, I need them. And the last one I have on the list is Miss Derengarhi. I think she is brilliant at what she does. And I'm a, the like biggest fan ever. I was, I worked in News Talk last year and I was walking out of Marconi house one day and she was walking up and like me being the intern, I just looked at her straight in the eye. I was like, how are you? And I was roaring at her. And she was like, who's this man? And I was just fangirling. So I really, I'd say um, she gets that a lot. Yeah, well, I even like after I was like, <laughs> I tweeted, I was like, cue the embarrassment for me. I was like roaring at Darren Garrahy on the street today. And she was like, oh my God, I loved it so much. I felt like such a celebrity. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> had I stayed in Marconi for like 10 minutes longer, she would have seen me like in the office and I could have been very professional. But no, I was yeah. on like William Street and I was like, do it. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I think she is just unbelievable at what she does and she like even listening to the last year life she just knows when to like kind of use silence like as a great interviewing technique if it's sad if it's happy and like i just think she's brilliant and i'd love to have her own one-on-one i even have like it's so sad i have my answers for her podcast wrote in my phone i'm like that's how sad i get you have to be prepared i think that's a realistic one yeah it is well hopefully all going well i have her um Godfather's son on my side, so hopefully. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Things for you. yeah um, hope, well, all going well. Um, Reed, that has been an absolute joy in my isolation at the moment to have you on. And I think, well, I had a great laugh. Um, people can follow you on Instagram at Breed Boo and Twitter at Breed Boo with two, three zero, three O's. Yes, some bot um, took my other one, I swear to God. Oh, I and oh yeah, like well, Mr. O'Sullivan is my handle and everything. And everyone's like, "Why did you like? Why is it Mr. O'Sullivan?" I'm like, "I was 13. I don't know, but it's stuck now." Like me and Fanula only refer to you as Mr. O'Sullivan. We call you Mr. Oh yeah, well, <laughs> people in college like call. I was, I was, <laughs> I obviously made new friends when I went to college first, and one of my housemates came down like after the first semester and was like. Oh my god! I was at home. Well, like she was like, people are all just calling you. Who's Mister? Is that his first name? And I was like, no, it's not. And then my friend from home was in her house in college, and she was like, I was listening to my friend's conversation. I had headphones on, but she did wasn't listening to anything. She was like, oh, I was just listening, and she was like, my two housemates were like, Quiva, guess who I saw on campus today, Mister? And she was like, she like pulled her headphones on. <laughs> Like, fuck off you're hardly talking about Cotton O'Sullivan and she was like they're like you know Mista and I was like I was like I'm a celebrity in UL but um, lean yeah. into it Breed oh, is my Snapchat handle and I just I refuse to shake it like as childish as it sounds I love it <laughs> yeah fact stupid bots taking the name on Twitter but yeah <laughs> and of course you can tune into bandwagons every week and subscribe to the Patreon there's Film Club and the whole lot um, I'm sure you and Fanula will be keeping us going with contact for the foreseeable future Brief Brown it's been an absolute pleasure oh thanks so much I had such a laugh my thanks to Brie Brown for joining me for this episode of One on One. If you like the podcast, like it, review it, and rate it. You can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. This podcast is brought to you by Collaborative Studios. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods 
for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.